Dr. Harden, how's it going? Good, how are you? Excellent. Can you hear me okay? I can. Excellent. I have uh, The first question has to be this. Any relation to James? Uh, I wish. <laughs> had to we call get... him our long-lost cousin, but unfortunately, <laughs> uh, the athletic ability stopped with him. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Great last name. I like it. Um, so, Doc, I ran across your, um, your Instagram, um, and um, I'm trying to find and interview more uh, people with information that's relevant, uh, especially in terms of uh, the fitness industry, real information, information that won't hurt anybody and actually will um, prevent injuries. Um, so I ran across your Instagram um, and a lot of videos, a lot of information on lower back pain, tennis elbow, um, tight hips, really good information. Um, where did you get the concept of uh, what you call, I guess, prehab 101? Where did you get that pre-getting-injured um, con- concept from? Well, the prehab concept comes, the term comes from the term preoperative rehabilitation. That's okay. kind of the, like, the old root of it, okay. where, say, somebody actually gets an injury, they would go to their physical therapy prior to getting surgery as a way to strengthen whatever area they're working, uh, whatever the area they were going to have surgery on, because typically, the better you are going into surgery, the better you are coming out. Correct. Just the, the deficits that you suffer from uh, tend to be lessened. And so that was called preoperative rehabilitation or prehab for short. And then probably in the last five, ten years, it kind of became, the term kind of became more synonymous with this injury prevention or more injury risk reduction right. standpoint of, well, we don't want to get hurt in the first place. Right. So that's kind of where it kind of became synonymous with. And with my kind of niche being in the, a little bit in the fitness and a lot in the rehab kind of community, it just kind of, kind of morphed into that as my brand, um, was because good training really is the thing that's going to reduce injury risk the best possible. So it just all seemed to kind of fit together to go that route with it. And um, I love it because um, I'm a proponent of a lot of balance, stability, especially as I get old. I'm 44 now, and I realize the importance of uh, preventing the injury that's most likely to happen. Um, I concentrate on um, a lot of flexibility exercises, um, a tendon and ligament, uh, like tensile strength. Um, and and I, I love the fact that you put a spotlight on it. Absolutely. Um, now, in terms of um, preventing injuries, um, I don't know. I try to – I push this message as well. Prevent the injuries by using balance and stability moves and working your way up. Um, how do you go about formatting uh, the modality for the person you're training? So, I mean, the first thing, if we're really looking to reduce our risk of injury, and I should say that, like, you know, we're never going to 100% prevent an injury, but I think everyone understands that when we use that term, we're not saying that there's no chance you get hurt if you do X, Y, or Z. Right. Um, we're trying to reduce our risk as best as possible. So, yeah, the way that we are going to do that is to scale exercise and load and training volume and everything else that we're doing to the capabilities of the person we're working with. Okay. 
So if we have, like, so let's say we have someone who's like a novice, brand new, never worked out before, you know, they're not going to train the same way as somebody who's been at this for 10 plus years. Right. They're not going to have the same work capacity as somebody who's been trained that way. And so a lot of what's really going to reduce their injury risk and really the grand majority of what it is, is going to be just scaling everything to where they're currently at. Okay. And so this really comes down to a stress recovery balance issue. You know, you have a certain capacity to withstand stress and that's going to go up over time, but you have to slowly build that. You know, the way people tend to get hurt is either they do too much too soon or they go too hard for too long. So they're either just pushing the system a little too much or right. they're not recovering from it. Right. So that's kind of the grand principle that I'm operating off of at all times is where, you know, where does this stress recovery balance currently sit or where did it go awry? Okay. And how can we handle whatever we need to do to the current capabilities of the person that we're working with? Yeah, that individualistic nature, um, obviously for each human, we're all different. It's just so weird because you see the same body types or what we assume are like the same body types. Uh, you know, you see a couple of football players lined up and there is such a night and day difference, even though you could assume same height, body weight and uh, relative power. And then you see people in action, you're just like, whoa, the gate's off. Or, or wow, that, that, you know, your squat's definitely off. Or you, you have knees that are just flowing inside. It's just really interesting. I always find it really interesting uh, for people like you who could identify that right away. Yeah, and we have to, you know, with that, having that kind of professional eye for things, you have to almost pull yourself back at times and make sure that you're not identifying problems that are actually there. Because we do have to remember that the human body is an adaptable system. Right. So, you know, you can run kind of funky and not get hurt. Right, right. You know, like you can squat kind of funky and not get hurt. And really, we have to really make sure that we're not being too analytical on some things at times because sometimes we can you know, lose the forest for the trees yeah. and looking at a lot of things. And so, but, you know, if somebody wants to perform at the absolute highest level and be able to reach the, you know, most gains in the quickest way possible, then we probably want to be in the, you know, the most biomechanically advantageous position to do that. Right. Where injury kind of comes in and that is kind of controlling that load and controlling that progression. So, you know, if somebody... Let's say that we, you know, we did see somebody run and their gait looks a little funky. You know, maybe they have a maximum cap of being able to increase their running volume each week by 10%. Okay. Versus somebody who has, like, the most biomechanically advantageous position is able to go 15%, you know, week to week and run into no issues. I mean, there's no way to really identify that. Right. But they're... Um, but that's kind of how I tend to think about it. Hmm. But you have to, you know, really look at things and then ask yourself, you know, is this a problem? Is this something that needs to be corrected or improved upon? And if not, then maybe we just need to see what happens. And a lot of times we need to see what happens with that person too hmm. uh, and not get too honed in on the biomechanics and lose the concept of the load management in that as well. 
Yeah, I've, I've noticed a divergence. I could feel it in the industry with quantifiable data and things that are just not quantifiable or not quantifiable as of yet. Do you see it the same way? Yeah, definitely. For the longest time, the industry has kind of focused a lot on qualitative um, information and just kind of like looking at it. And, you know, you see somebody that would go into what we call a biomechanical fault from a performance standpoint. And it would just be labeled as something that, oh, that person's going to get injured. Okay. You know, and in reality, we just don't know. You know, we can't fall back on just our eye all the time. This is what we call qualitative data. More so, we want to find things that are measurable. Mm. And, you know, quantitatively, what kind of data do we have? So, you know, we're trying to measure a lot more things in statistical form, such as, you know, what is... What does your training intensity look like? What kind of volume are you currently working with? Um, how hard was it for you? You know, what was the, like the RPE on whatever on that task that you were performing, right. and how? Because that's probably going to lend us a lot more insight into what might potentially be injurious versus not. Mm. Because you know, from a biomechanics standpoint, there's not too much of a difference between bending down and you know, to pick up a water bottle and then doing a rounded back deadlift. <laughs> the difference is in the load and how hard it was for you to do that. You know, the amount of fatigue and the amount of stress that placed upon you. So we're really trying to move away from purely qualitative issues and look much more towards that quantitative aspect. And do you see the fitness industry trending in that direction, exactly how you're explaining it? Uh, slowly, yeah. I think it's coming more and more. Hmm. Yeah, I see it going that way as well. Now, you mentioned something before about um, a professional approach to it. Just pivoting a little bit, what I see on social media now is uh, a split between professional approaches with information that's uh, helpful to people, real information, information that's been researched, and a a whole crop of um, fitness characters and uh, profiles that are just kind of doing the opposite. (laughs) Um, How do you see the whole social media movement and um where do you think it's going well you know we have more we have more information available to us than ever right now and there's all I mean, there's always been good and bad with information out on the internet it's just now you literally have more and more of it in front of you and i think people see that if you say something you have a chance to build your build up a reputation for yourself right so it just puts much more out there and you as a consumer have to have a much more critical eye now towards what you're taking in and so you know you shouldn't feel you know shouldn't be afraid to question somebody and ask why they're saying what they say or you know you shouldn't have a problem with asking for more information and trying to dig deep into that because you know someone who really kind of knows their stuff and is putting out that kind of well-researched information. They've really thought this out. They should be able to explain those things. <laughs> Definitely. And so, you know, while I think it's great that we have more information available, I think that it's now on the consumer much more to be skeptical and be critical of what they're consuming to make sure that it is useful information to them. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, more research, more questioning. Absolutely. Um, on the business side, uh, what are you currently working on? Right now, I have a few projects I'm working on. Um, 
So I am finishing up my seminar tour for the year. So I travel and teach continuing education for health and fitness professionals okay. on these topics of reducing injury risk and helping people rehab back from injuries. Okay. Finishing up that tour right now. I'm currently opening up a new rehab clinic in the Orlando, Florida area. Awesome. And then currently working on an online project where we're hopefully going to have some online template-based programs that people can follow to help themselves and navigate their way through their own injuries. Awesome. All sounds awesome. Uh, if, you, if you're if you looking for a second spot in Florida, I think Hollandale is a great spot. Just saying. <laughs> All right. My parents are out there. It's a really up-and-coming spot by Hollywood, Florida, right on the beach. And uh, I think you have plenty of clients over there. I do like the beach. So. Absolutely. Um, doctor, before we get out of here, can you give everyone your social media handles, websites, any place they can they can follow you? Sure. So I'm on just about every major social media platform. Uh, Dr. Jacob Arden. Arden is H-A-R-D-E-N. Instagram is my major platform. That's where you'll see me posting just about every single day. Um, handle there is just the name, Dr. Jacob Arden. Uh, but you can also find me on YouTube, Facebook, just about anywhere you want. So um, if you just search me, you will find me. Perfect. Doctor, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. And uh, when it goes live, I'll let you know. Appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. Have a great day. You too. Okay, bye. bye.